Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. You know, with all the great animated feature movies and regularly scheduled animated TV series that Hollywood has been producing these days, it would be quite easy for Chris and I to talk to you every week about uh, a different voiceover uh, that we've heard on film or TV. Mm-hmm. Several reasons keep us from doing that, however. First, we're not critics. No, I have no, no, I am no one to point a finger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I just, I don't feel I fit into that, that, uh, you know, category. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm much more of an appreciator than a critic, so it doesn't work for me. But also, like, we would have to watch a ton of TV and a ton of movies, mm-hmm. which, let's be real, I don't have time for that. Exactly. I, I'd love to, but, you know, I, I went on vacation and watched, and watched this movie that we're going to talk about. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we may be critical at times about things when we're talking here, but we, we weren't hired as critics, so we don't often get a chance to review voiceover work that's had such a resurgence in movies and television over the last decade or so. Um, there, there's one other reason I want to throw out here that, uh, you know, that we don't do this every week, and that is, even though it's huge, feature film and TV animation is a very small niche in the voiceover realm, mm-hmm. all right? Now, if that's where you're headed, if that's where you want to go, hey, more power to you. Yeah. And if you've got the voice for that sort of thing, then we encourage you to get the training and, and get on the right path. And that's what we talk about here each week, and that's what we do professionally as, as voiceover uh, teachers and instructors. And I think it speaks volumes about how large our field is when you see how ubiquitous this is. When people, you know, when people are like, oh, you mean, you know, when we talk about voiceover and they're like, oh, like commercials? And it's like, yeah, that's a part, part of it, it yeah. but a really small part. Same with, with feature films and animation and stuff like that. There's a lot more out there, and that's why we don't talk about this stuff exactly. all the time. Because it'd be easy to, but there, there's a lot more to it. Right. So that being said, every once in a while, there comes a movie that's just too good to ignore. And that happened this summer with the Pixar release Inside Out. And uh, luckily, both of us have seen it. Yes. I, I went as an adult. <laughs> I think Chris, you kind of went as a as a father, probably, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we'll we'll talk about our experiences and just kind of share our thoughts on this unbelievable movie, which is setting you know box office records. That's great, and, and rightfully so, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you must be familiar with it because it, again, it's been everywhere, and hopefully you've seen it. Maybe you've even seen it a couple of times because it's again <laughs> it's that that good. that that good and that type of movie. Um, I I just so many accolades for Amy Poehler. Here. Now she's a, a great actress and a, and a great comedian to start with, and, and yeah. a terrific writer. But boy, does she really hit her stride! She you know, really, really nailed it. It was awesome. <laughs> it she was, really was just so many different, such a huge range too. You mm-hmm. know, even though she's playing Joy, I don't want to spoil too much of the movie, but she's got a fantastic range. And I, I found myself, you know, Pixar best casting in the world ever. I, I they always before, do it. I yep. Always will say it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my favorite is Craig T. Nelson as Mr. Incredible. Like still, <laughs> you know, the fact of like putting him together with Holly Hunter mm-hmm. as, as the husband and wife, the superheroes, amazing. But yeah. again, here they, they did an awesome job. Yeah. Amy Poehler was fantastic. And before I forget, because I didn't put this in our notes, Chris, but uh, there is a voice that's in this Pixar movie that's been in every Pixar movie. Did you pick it out? John Ratzenberger? John Ratzenberger. Who was he? Yeah, he, he was in this. I heard his voice for a couple of moments he had a very bit part uh-huh. but he's he's they have not missed him being in any pixar feature yet he's their good luck charm 
That's awesome. Yeah, I thought yeah. there was one that I'd seen recently. I'm trying to remember what it was. Well, he's in but... it. You just have to listen for him. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's something else. Um, I didn't know a lot about Phyllis Smith, and I didn't do a lot of research on her uh, who plays Sadness. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you familiar with, with her? Nope. No. And, but yeah, and yet <laughs> but my she voice, was perfectly my, cast. My, vo- my wife recognized her voice and says, I, I know her from somewhere. So yeah. she's obviously uh, uh, probably on from the TV side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Kind, probably, uh, boy, when he comes on the screen. My favorite character in the movie. Bing yeah, Bong. Bing Bong, the imaginary yeah. friend of Riley. When he comes on the screen, he he takes over yeah. and boy, when uh, he and he has he has a line, well, anyway, go see the movie. It's just... Yeah, uh, yeah we it, don't want to go terrific. too far down exactly. that because we exactly. want to make sure that this is a happy podcast. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, this is the reason that actually I went to, to the movie because um, Lewis Black who plays anger i mean again, his career's over just, at this point just genius what else, what else is there is there for him genius casting yeah i mean, I mean you can't pick a better person to embody anger exactly than Black. exactly yeah and then how about bill Hader? i love him always yeah. uh, he was fantastic as fear mm-hmm. um just so such a dynamic performer and so much elasticity to his voice he's just mm-hmm. awesome he's always great and of course you're going to recognize the voice of mindy kaling uh there are a couple that you probably won't recognize they play the mom and the dad mm-hmm. uh, but you know their names and you know their faces diane lane plays the mom and i never connected the the, the voice to her nope. just a great job yeah. and kyle mclaughlin plays the dad again they do such a great job of fitting a voice to yeah. a different looking character like oh that's the guy from um, the show that I never watched. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's funny that he's still remembered for that, and that's like a uh, 30-year-old TV show. I guess they might be bringing it back. I heard something about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then you'll you'll catch uh, Paula Poundstone for a few minutes and Frank Oz. Uh, They have some bit parts. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, again, those are the recognizable uh, folks that we wanted to talk about and separate out for some accolades because they were all great. My my wife, what what she was blown away by were the, uh, the parents. So uh-huh. lifelike looking and so real acting. And so once again, you've got Diane Lane and Kyle MacLachlan that just sound like and act like a mom and dad. So, you know, again, put together, you know, very, very nicely, needless to say. Yeah. And uh, and we're, we're excited about uh, all these performances. And especially as, again, uh, I said at the beginning, Amy Poehler. Here's the, the disappointing part in all this is there are no uh, Oscars. Uh, for voiceover, okay? I yeah, mean, the film change. itself, I, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think the film itself, you know, obviously is, is going to be up for some awards uh, when it comes to, uh, time to for award season. But, um, but Amy can't be... They don't have best voiceover work in No, nope. uh, I mean, she'll probably, you know, wind up uh, getting an Annie and there are probably some other accolades that she can get. Mm-hmm. But, um, but unfortunately, uh, with the Oscars, there's no such category. Huh. Yeah, which is really a shame because yeah, there have been point, some great performances. Change. I mean, yeah. it should have changed probably years ago when when uh, uh, Robin Williams, you know, in Aladdin. Yeah. I mean, the guy was just a genius in yeah. that. And, I mean, and, my my favorite all time would still go to Holly Hunter in The Incredibles. There like, you go. Like, there's a scene where they're in this plane and they're under attack, and she's like losing her mind. Mm. It gets me every time. Every yeah. time, you <laughs> he's, know? he's choking up right now. Did you yeah. hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now here's something interesting. Um, the young actress that plays the lead character of Riley, the eleven 
11-year-old girl here whose emotions are depicted in the movie only has two previous acting credits, uh, according to you know, Internet Movie Database. Uh, kind of young, looks like she's probably in her teens, maybe a little older. Uh, couldn't get an exact birth date on her, so I don't know for sure. One of the movies she's been in was just a short, so this is really her breakout role, if you will. So mm-hmm. where does someone like that come from that winds up getting you know a lead character in a Pixar movie? Who you knows? Know, yeah, who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? People. And that that's why we encourage anybody that's ever thought about doing something like this not to be discouraged because you know that that breakout star can come from anywhere. Yeah, they're so awesome with that. And and the great thing is like they they, they just do such a good job of picking the right voice. Like I remember the one that really blew my mind was I was just you know fooling around on IMDb one day and I looked up Finding Nemo and I found out Alexander Gould is Nemo, who is also Shane from Weeds. And I was like, whoa, yeah. like, I, I totally never would have put those two together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's coming back for the sequel. It'd be we'll cool have to is. see. Yeah, Finding Dory, that'll be out next year with uh, Ellen DeGeneres returning in the uh, in the lead role. That'll be cool. Yeah. yeah. So there's another group of, of actors in this film that I think also deserve to be talked about. And I those agree. are the people that I think, um, th- there's kind of two tiers when you find uh, animated voiceover work for films. There's these A-list celebrity types, and then there are are the people who are bread and butter voice actors. Mm -hmm. And some of those you're going to see listed under additional voices in the credits. Um, These people are experienced, experienced voice actors. Uh, Jess Harnell, who has worked on the uh, upcoming Minions movie and has done voiceover work for a ton of animated TV series like Pen Zero, Part-Time Hero. I love the name of that. (laughs) Pen Zero, Part-Time Hero. I love how that rolls. Uh, Sophia the First, Mm -hmm. Pound Puppies, and what I know him best for, Wacko in Animaniacs. Okay, there you go. And then there's the great Bob Bergen, who's currently the voice of Porky the Pig, has been for a number of years, obviously, with the uh, passing years ago of Mel Blanc, Mm -hmm. um, uh, for Looney Tunes and and, uh, a lot of other features. By the way, his voice will be in Minions coming up as well. Uh, You kind of assume. Yeah, you you do. You (laughs) do. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the 30-year voice acting veteran Danny Mann. He's done hundreds of movie and TV voices, too many to list here. Uh, but again, uh, as Chris just said, th- this is like the other tier or the second tier, if you will, of professionals that get parts in these movies. And they're in everything. Yes. Look one of the three of these guys up and you're going <laughs> to see that their acting credits might you know, be a multiple of someone like Lewis Black or Amy Poehler's. These people are constantly working. Yep, yep. And and that, of course, means that, again, you can make a business out of this full time. No doubt. It's not a terribly difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's something that's uh, easy and fun to get into. And then you just uh, set your sights yeah. and, uh, and and go where you, where you want to go with something like this. Now, are all these people uh, members of SAG-AFTRA? Absolutely, okay. Mm-hmm. Are some of them, uh, most of them perhaps based in, in Los Angeles? Well, right now, yes. Mm-hmm. Did they all start there? Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not. So. You know, you start from you know wherever you're born and, and let it uh, take you where it, uh, where it takes you. Yeah. So um, we're, we're, again, very excited about this movie. If you haven't seen it, no matter what your age, you should go. There's we had, no excuse not uh, to no see No excuse this movie. not to. I had a father sitting next to me on one side, and on the other side of him was his probably about four to five-year-old. Mm-hmm. I believe your son's, what, four? He's four. Okay, yep. there you go. How was he as far as uh, you know, really paying attention and sticking with it? He was watching the whole thing. Yeah. We, um, he, we, we watched it in 3D, so he kept taking his glasses off, and I was fighting <laughs> the urge to put them back on. Yeah, yeah. But he was into it. He liked it. Very good. 
good, very yeah. good. Well, this this young boy had one or two instances where he's asking his dad some questions. I'm not sure if he'd lost interest or just lost his place or you know who knows mm-hmm. what. But for the most part, there was a part in the movie where it got a little Everything talky. Everything And yeah, there that that, that. Was cool. yep. There's another part where it gets a little talky. So the audience, you know, the older part of the audience is following along. But again, we had about a 50-50 mix in our audience of yeah. kids versus adults, and um, the place was absolutely still. You could hear a pin drop. Yeah. So even the kids were really getting into what the story is about. There is no one who makes movies better than Pixar. No director out there, yeah. no group of people. They just nail it yeah. every single time, and it's like you could watch them over mm-hmm. and over and over again. They're and, so brilliant. And, you know, on a, on a very interesting level, you have to thank them for what they do for family. Yeah. Okay. They they you know, here's a movie that the whole family can go to and enjoy it on so many levels. They, they are yeah. It's amazing that they they cater to every single age group. Yes. There there true. is something accessible for every single person there, and you can. I still I, I watch the Incredible not just because my son puts it on. I'm like, hey buddy, do you want to watch the Incredibles right now? <laughs> you know. And he's like, no, I want to watch Blaze and the Monster Machines. And I'm like, but the Incredibles is awesome. <laughs> you know. They they just how make, many times have you seen this? I've, it's got to be in the hundreds at yeah, this point. Yeah. It is my, it is my all time be my all-time Did favorite. I also hear that they're talking a, a sequel there? Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, again, hats off to Pixar and all the folks that uh, made this such an enjoyable movie. The uh, years and the hundreds of, if not thousands of people and then man-hours that yeah. go into producing a feature like this, it's all there on the screen. Yeah. And, and, and you'll leave with it in your heart. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. absolutely. And it's so brilliant the way that they, that they found a way to kind of humanize all of the emotions and have them working. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great, it's a great story. It's a great way to look at your mind and it's, it's an absolutely terrific film. Yeah. And see if you can follow your train of thought. Uh. This last thing I'll say, <laughs> there's probably nothing more exciting than setting off on a new adventure, but you want to be sure you're prepared in every way, which is why when it comes to voice acting, the best place to start is with an honest introduction to the business. And that's what voice coaches does. We offer hundreds of times a year across North America, an adult education program called Getting Paid to Talk. Look for it when you come to a university, college, school, or recreation booklet that comes in the mail for you. We're in there. That's right. The week of July 27th, look for our class in Alexandria, Arlington, Charlottesville, Roanoke, and Mechanicsville, Virginia, Hudson, New York, and in Washington, D.C. Also in Silver Spring and Baltimore, Maryland, and Cranberry Township, Doylestown, Elizabethtown, and Philadelphia, PA. Learn more about the class and when we're going to be near you by calling 866-887-2834. That would have been really great if it was Philadelphia town because you were really on a roll Yeah, there. I was on a roll with the towns there. Uh, You're right. Anyway, uh, feel free to send us an email at podcast at voicecoaches.com. That is also the best way to comment on our podcast or submit questions or topic suggestions. And remember, if you're listening to us through iTunes, it means you have a great power. Mm. You can rate this podcast as you see fit. Right. Or take pity on us and give us a lot of stars yeah whether you like to or not you yeah know, just just you know, yeah we're, we're you know you can take pity it would on bring us, us joy <laughs> we have no problem with pity yeah <laughs> it would bring us joy very right. good uh-huh. i think we'll wrap on that note and come back to you next week at the same time same bat channel or something like that yeah join us then visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information Yes, the week of July 27th, look for our class in Alexandria, 
There's our blooper. Finally. Awesome. (laughs) I wasn't thinking about it, but there it is. (laughs) Well, you and I did start over a couple of times. That's true. But they're not entertaining. But they're not really entertaining bloopers. Those are stupid bloopers. Stupid bloopers. (laughs) Stupers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's for sure.